Hi, everybody. <laughs> Some engineering difficulties here. And welcome to That's Life, where we are heading to Israel with Nefesh Benefesh this Monday, accompanying 233 new Olim, including two of my former students, all of whom are fulfilling their dreams of living in our homeland. It is a true, true privilege. Good morning, folks. Thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, General manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison. And right before Nachum's live lunch, Avrami behind the board. Everything is going smoothly. We thank him for his help. He is feverishly getting all my music um, all set together. So I apologize for not putting him on, but I thank him as always. Last week we were in Israel for Yom NCSY. Yom NCSY was unbelievable. We thank the NCS, we thank the OU and NCSY for their continued support of our programming here at the Nachum Siegel Network. We also thank the Inbal, <laughs> yeah, our home away from home or our home in our true home, shall we say? It is. Uh, it's always a pleasure to stay at the Inbal. We really appreciate their hospitality. Bedford on Park. We thank them again for their continued support. If you need a good uh, work lunch, business lunch. And frankly, a really nice opportunity to go for dinner as well in a great location, very conveniently located. 34th and Park, tell Chef Alex we say hi. That's Bedford on Park. Cyclones, Jewish Heritage Night coming up August 24th. Go to brooklyncyclones.com or call 718-507-TIXX to purchase tickets. Let's go through the national holidays. One second. Let me find. There it is. There's my fortune cookie. I want to make sure to do a fortune cookie this week. I have not done one in a while. And Yoni, who is off on vacation for uh, a couple of days, made sure we were completely set here at the Nachum Siegel Network before he headed out. So, of course, I have a fortune cookie ready to go. Um, But let's do the national holidays. First of all, it's National Duran Duran Appreciation Day. I tweeted that out yesterday that for now on, you can call me Rio. But... um, only some people got that. That's fine. But if you're a child of the 80s, you know what I'm talking about. It's also National Lazy Day. Not sure why there's a national day to be lazy, but nobody asked me. Uh, Paul Bunyan Day. Happy Paul Bunyan Day to all our tall friends or bosses, as the case may be. Ironically enough, it's also Skyscraper Appreciation Day. Coincidence? I think not. It is Smithsonian Day, since I refer to this studio as the the Smithsonian of Jewish Broadcasting. Uh, we celebrate here on a daily basis. And it's S'mores Day. I'm not sure how we're going to participate in S'mores Day. That will be gluten-free, low-cal, and low-carb. But hey... We'll figure it out one way or the other. Let's do the fortune cookie. Pretty sure my guest is on the line, so I'm going to do this rather quickly. Got to tell Yoni that I appreciate the fortune cookie being ready for me, but it is broken in multiple places. A kind word warms for three winters. That's nice. This is actually, you know what this fortune is good for? This fortune is is good for our Paris concert. This was good for uh, the the event that we did it's almost two years now. It'll be two years this Hanukkah, this winter, so to speak, at La Victoire. We can talk about that during the live lunch. Anyway, you are listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Hanala Felig Harrell, or Harrell, I have a feeling, is going to be, that's going to be the way her name is pronounced for years and years to come. She's a singer-songwriter. She is a return guest here in That's Life. We have not spoken to Hanala in a very long time, but there is much to update in terms of her story. Good morning, Hanala. 
Hey, good morning. Good morning. How, I'm very entertained. Duran Duran Day is actually a thing. Yeah, isn't that great? I mean, you are you a child of the 80s? I mean, yeah, I was actually <laughs> born in 1980, so that makes me a child of the 80s. Yeah, oh, you... and I was very into rock music at the time, like growing up, so... Right, teased, yes. teased hair, neon shirts. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't that committed. I wasn't that committed. I was kind of like listening to it in secret because we weren't really supposed to be listening to it. But Duran Duran, I had their CD. So, yeah, shout, shout, let it all out. Yes. Nice, nice job. Yeah. Good reference. Yeah. That's yeah, great. Okay. That's great. Okay, so we, but we're here to talk about your music and the things that are going on in your life. And I really appreciate. It. I know you got a lot going on. You're calling sure, us from. Sure. You're calling us from Florida. Um, yes. But you have so many announcements to make. First of all, your new album is coming out this week. It is called yes. "I Am the Land," and it is. I mean, phenomenally, phenomenally written and produced and inspired by your upcoming Alia. That's right. That's right. It's very intense. It's, it's, you know, I've listened to people over the years describe their projects, and they describe how it's, um, they think about major transitions in their life, and this can't be more um, perfect for what's going on right now for me with the connection between the album and the move. You know how they say that, that there's, like, a couple of major um, things that take place in a person's life, like moving and um, a death in the family, or God forbid, of course, but... Right. It's just it's just two massive things that kind of collided, and um, they work really well with each other. So the move and the music is, uh, you know, it's in one it's in one entity in this album. That's incredible. How easy for you was it to produce this album? Um, what do you mean? How easy? It's never easy to produce music. I mean, it's easy because I love it. And it's easy because I know how to do it. But, you know, that's what I do. But um, it, it, it's a big project. It, it, it takes time and it takes away from, you know, my family life. And it, um, it, it's, a big, it's, it's just a big deal. It's a big deal. I wouldn't describe it as easy. No, it wasn't easy. <laughs> no, I don't mean easy as not intense. I mean easy as, like, it was so motivated. It was so inspired. Like, it all just poured out. The song just came. The song just came. I've had songs that have taken years to write. I've had songs that have kind of sat half-written, um, you know, on the back burner. And these songs um, kind of wrote themselves. They, they, they wrote the tunes at, at the same time as the lyrics. Um, it was very clear in my mind how I was feeling and what I wanted to express and, and the mood I was in. So the songs, the songs came, and, and I knew right away that I was onto something. And one song kind of triggered the next, you know, I wrote a good song and I thought, wow, that, that really expresses something amazing. Let's, let, let's see how I could, you know, let's see how I could pull this off again. Let's see how I could pull this off again. And it kind of just went from there. So which came first, the chicken or the egg? Did you decide to make Aliyah and then you decided to write this album or did it all just happen at the same time? Um, I, we first, well, the decision to make Aliyah kind of came on slowly um, it was, it was, it took about, you know, we were on that never moving to Israel, that, um, <laughs> uh, 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 you know, like yeah, those people, we are never moving to Israel. It's totally not for us. And we were kind of like on that boat until the day we decided we're moving to Israel. And then we were like all in. <laughs> so we, we, we kind of like set out a timeline and we, you know, discussed all the things that would have to fall into place for it to become, um, a, you know, a real possibility. And as everything kind of worked out and we got a little closer and it became more of a reality, 
um, I, I, I think like I, I put myself into this musical project almost because I was like in denial that, that this is, this is happening. Like I needed somewhere to put all that emotion and that's kind of what happened. Unbelievable. Kind of what happened. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's really, and it's, it's a beautiful album and I want to play the title track, which I personally found tremendously moving um to the to the point where i really and i I mean this sincerely i really welled up i'm not sure if it was just that the that the that the lyrics are so inspiring but also you're you're speaking mother to mother you know we refer to the land of israel in the in in the feminine we refer yes yes, and so that's she and her and that's just not that's not a modern day occurrence i mean we can go back to echa yerushalayim has always been referred to in the feminine so there's a natural connection connection here between woman and woman, between mother and mother. And so to me, there was that additional layer that while you have plenty of beautiful songs written about people's connection to the land and, you know, Eretz Nehederet is probably one of my favorite songs when you talk about the beauty of the land. But here you have a woman's voice and a woman's take on it. And it really adds another level, another level to that song. Yeah, and I also wanted to write something that really expressed the feeling of a, a new Ola. So there's been songs about about Israel or, you know, even on Nefesh Benefesh's website, you know, the great organization, and they do their promotional videos, and they have a song, Home, and some other um, great songs that connect to the idea. But I didn't feel it was a song that really expressed the yearning that a, a person has to just move to Israel and the journey that it is and the transition and, and the way you walk alongside with everyone who's done it before. And this you just, there's a certain, um, you kind of fall in love with it. Like, mm. we're not even there, but I'm completely, you know, in love with it. And that's what I wanted to express in the song. Like, I'm one with Israel at this point. Well, I, it certainly comes through. We're going to play the title track right now. I'm hoping to get to a second song as well. If not, we'll at least be able to discuss uh, the track Am Yisrael Chai, which I also found fascinating and something I want to discuss. But let's get to the title sure. track. I okay. Am The Land, here off of Hanala Felig Harold's new album entitled I Am The Land, here at the Nachum Siegel Network.
must stand on my ground. I am her people, for we are the nation chosen by God. My home I have found, her oxygen fills me, I breathe in her air, and no one Hanala Felig Harrell with I Am The Land, the title track off of her new album, I Am The Land, premiered here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Hanala, where is the album available? So the album is actually available on CD Baby now. We're kind of waiting for it to show up on iTunes. Sometimes it takes a few days. So that's why we're waiting for, like, the big release. Um, but if you wanted to get it this minute, it's on CD Baby, so you could just look up Hanala and you'll find it. So, yeah, my understanding with iTunes is that it requires a certain amount of patience from artists. <laughs> yes, yes. We're in the patient mode. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the the very very patient mode. Um, you yeah. know, you um you had posted something on Facebook a day or two ago about um you know a certain kind of collegiality in the music business between the the male performers and the female performers and and yeah. and writing about how you adhere strictly to orthodox regimen and that you do not sing in front of men and that your music is meant to be entertained by is meant to be enjoyed by women etc and that you're often asked by your contemporaries your male contemporaries to either promote their albums or mention their concerts etc but you don't find that reciprocity right I actually had an interesting conversation with my mother after that and I was kind of you know I was Listen, I grew up very, um, very religious from, from birth, from a Chabad background, traditional, and traditional Chabad, that is. And my mother felt that, my mother, I mean, she feels that there's really no appropriate way for men in the music business to be sharing, um, I, I mean, women's music, regardless of whether they're listening or not, regardless of whether um, it's an audio clip or a video clip, she just it just it just doesn't sit right with her, and the truth is she's right. And I and and once I had the conversation with her, I actually took the post down afterwards because I felt that what I was suggesting is that the the men in the music business, you know, kind of consider. I was suggesting that the men in the music business share my music like they would any other artist, but I I don't know if that's the right thing. And even though it might cost me ultimately, or I won't, you know, necessarily get as much publicity as, you know, the, the next person. Um, I have to go with my, I have to go with my gut on this. It just doesn't feel like there's necessarily a bracha in pushing men to push my my music. So that's kind of where I ended up on this um, on this uh, position. It's interesting. I didn't. I, first of all, I apologize. I didn't realize that the post had been taken down. Um, it's fine. I left it long enough so that the people who needed to see it. Saw it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then, good for you. My yeah. fa- my father would call that a shot across the bow, making sure no, that. I, you- I, no, I got a couple of of, of um, Facebook messages. Like, totally, I'll share your album. Absolutely, we'll do an email blast. So that was kind of the idea. But I don't want that tone. That like resentful tone because I'm, I'm not resentful right. and I and I do know at the end of the day that they're, they're the reason that there's been success in my in my career singing just for women is because I do things the right way 
No, I have not the time to be progressive about it. I I agree with you. And I also I I don't it's funny. I didn't hear any sense of hostility or resentment in your voice. And I I heard it. I heard your point more as a either we're, you know, either we're on the same team or we're not on the same team kind of a thing. And, right. and I, and in a million years, I, I joke all the time that I sit behind the Mechitza very happily. Um, right. I, I don't, you know, I, I, I love my role as an Orthodox Jewish woman. And I, I feel that kind of camaraderie with you as well is that we're both functioning as female Orthodox professionals in the same yeah yeah, in the same realm but still within that you know that that sphere of modesty and 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 of orthodoxy and and one thing I was going to ask you about um was the way you have seen it's not easy being a woman in this industry no matter what um but I, I was wondering how you have seen opportunities for women evolve since you have started your career women opportunities for for orthodox women in this industry evolve since you've started all right i'll tell you there's actually a great facebook group now called kol isha for any of the female the women listening now and there's just thousands of women across the world that have been sharing their either live performances or video clips or audio you know recordings um with each other and i feel that first of all because of social media and these uh, you know that automatically has allowed people to share um, music much more than when I started. When I started, I mean, my first um, recordings were distributed on a cassette. <laughs> so unless you had a cassette like that, that we, there, was, there was no social media. It was literally word of mouth, and they played it at camps or at schools, and that was pretty much it. So now that's an advantage that all, all of the female musicians have. But that, that has something to do with me. Um, as far as the opportunities go, listen, it's still a limited market. It's still very expensive to produce music. And I, I also feel that there's a lack of um, musical education still across, across the board in the religious um, schools. So that's something I hope that, that, will, um, that will change. Not change, but I, I know that's different in Israel. So that's mm. one of the reasons that we're looking forward to moving, because I have girls, and I want them to be able to... Um, I want them to be able to perform a little less, um, more unabashedly, kind of, than Americans do. I don't feel like we encourage the arts enough in our schools, and we do these plays, and they're okay, but they're not, I I don't, you know, we we don't really encourage the girls to shine and to become you know, musical sensations, it's kind of, it's still, we're not quite there. It's limited. It's limited. It is limited. Yeah, we're not quite there. I hear you completely. Um, I want to, I want to explore this other song. I'm not sure that we're going to get to it because I don't want to, you know, take up our time to schmooze. But the the next song that I was going to play um, is called Am Yisrael Chai, which is actually, if I'm not mistaken, it's a cover of the Dixie Chicks song. It's not even the Dixie Chicks. It's the, it's, was written by Bruce Robinson in 1997. The Dixie Chicks covered it. Ah. And the Dixie Chicks song became really famous because they did such a great performance. Right. So, yeah, so they didn't write it. And the first time I heard that song, I, I loved it because I love country music. I love folk music. I love a story song. And I love a song about um, love and war. And mm. that's the song. 
A yeah. love in a time of war. We're going to pull it up in the background. We're going to talk over it, but I just wanted the okay. the music to go in the background. Yeah, the Dixie Dix, Dixie Chicks did a great cover, and yeah, I'm also a fan of country music. We're we're a we're a small group of fans, shall we say? But um, yeah. But, Especially in New York. I don't correct. know if there's a country radio station. There is. There is. It actually started a there number is. of years ago. Yeah. Not, like oh, nice. in nice. the last four or five years. Um, cool. But, yeah, it is It is pretty cool. But in terms of in terms of this song, you obviously, uh, I mean, you, you gave it a tremendous, not only Jewish relevance, but Israel relevance in terms right. of, you know, using it almost as an anthem for the Chayal or the Chayelet in this case, you know, for the Israeli right. soldier for um, you know, for the family at home, etc. Is and right. as as a mother who's bringing kids overseas, um, and with the number of families who are making Aliyah, both this Monday on the flight that we are privileged to be on, and subsequent flights that you are on. I mean, there has right. to be that push and pull, that that kind of back and forth in you about the fact that you know your kids are going to serve. Right, a hundred percent. People, people ask me that all the time. The second question after where are you going to live is, are your children going to the army? <laughs> and I told this, yeah, and I told this to my husband. Like, I'm an American now, like through and through. I, I don't have any relatives in the army. I don't have any friends in the army. In the American army, I mean. And I know when I move to Israel, that's going to become a reality. And I can't tell you now how it's going to be. Like, I don't know how that's going to be, but I know that that I. Um, I am comfortable fighting on behalf of the land of Israel and the Jewish people. So I imagine I'll 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 do the right thing at the right time, and my children will 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 fight for their land. So when I wrote the song, yeah, I incorporated all of that. It's personal, and um, and it's also just a great it's a great story. I just want to mention, by the way, that the song that I rewrote, every single syllable is exactly the same as the original. So it's mm. very very precise. It took me a long time to get right. But once I got it right, it was it, it was magic. Well, that takes a certain skill and talent of an artist that cannot be replicated. That is for sure. Thank you. Hanla Harrell, I, I wish you continued Hatzlacha. The Thank CD, you. again, is called um, I Am The Land. It's available on CD Baby. You can get it now. Uh, you can be patient. It'll be on iTunes. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but if you'd like to download it now, if you'd like to purchase it now, it's available on CDBaby.com. I wish you continued Hatzlacha and Mazal Thank Tov you. on your Making Aliyah. Um, Thank you so much. As I say to a number of people that we that we meet on these flights, trust me when I tell you you are doing right by your children. That is that is for sure. For sure. Please be in touch after you make Aliyah. We'd love to continue hearing from you. Okay, I will. Thank you so much, Miriam. Have a great one. You too. You've been listening to that live here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, beautiful, beautiful song. Uh, it's truly a pleasure to be able to have that kind of great content here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Our programming continues right after That's Life. The live lunch hosted by Nachum Siegel begins here at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Full afternoon of programming continues after that. TBT, Throwback Thursday today at 1 o'clock, is a tube of special from I don't know when, but it is featuring Lenny Solomon, so you do not want to miss that. And, of course, tomorrow morning, Nachum hosts JM in the AM from 6 to 9 a.m. The weekly update is scheduled for 7.40 with Malcolm Holland. Don't miss a moment of the program. At the conclusion of Jam and the AM, join Naomi for table for two and then stay and enjoy the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek. It is, it, is, it is sponsored 
by Kedem, as well as the Erev Shabbos music mix that continues up until candlelighting. If you don't know yet about the Erev Shabbos show, it premieres Thursday night. It encores Friday morning at 10 a.m. So if you missed it last night, you can get it today. But of course, you can also get it on archive. Avrami hosts Saturday Night Seagull this Mose Shabbos at 9.30 p.m. Matis hosts JM Sunday, Sunday morning at 7 a.m. If you enjoy what you are listening to, please show your support at fjbunity.org. We truly appreciate it. And like I try to do every single time we are going to Israel, we are going to close with Jerusalem is Calling by Avram Rosenblum. I, um, I hope we make it to Jerusalem on this trip. It is a very quick turnaround. But hey, you never know. Jerusalem is calling by Avram Rosenblum. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Avram's open desert tent History's children in every event Are looking for a way to lighten up their load And brighter than the sun you shine Jerusalem, you're on my mind You lift my soul, you echo the divine Providence that guides us so that we may teach and all may know the hand that may admonish or reward has given us this holy space, Jerusalem. To you I turn, I trace my steps back to you now again. Jerusalem is calling, Jerusalem is calling. Hear it echo through the canyons of your mind Until you reclaim the things you've left behind It's telling you this just might be the time Jerusalem is calling Jerusalem is calling
Telling you this just might be the time 